Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to episode 64, Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Chris Rucker, along with my co-host, Marty Vasquez. Marty, what up? Not much. How's it going, man? It's been a long week, it feels like. Um, actually, you know what? It's been a great week, though. Anytime that you can wake up and know that there's football in January and your team is playing... It's a fucking good day. That's one thing. Secondly, Fuck you, you can wake up throughout the week, throughout the week, and you can see notifications blowing up your wall on Twitter and so and Instagram from your favorite wrestler. And yes, I am talking about the great Santana Garrett. Something told me we were gonna go week. here already. So look at this. Already got a drink prepared. So, Santana Garrett, your favorite podcast will take a toast to you. I mean, she did clap to that comment, too. She responded, not just liked it, but she responded back to that. So, I mean, that's like that's like verification, right? Validation. I believe, so. I believe she's I mean, agreeing that we are her if, favorite if podcast. If someone says this is your favorite shit and they clap and like, yeah, then that says yeah. So, I think we got the endorsement. So, we need to just make t-shirts now. That works. <laughs> Santana's actually in the news we're going to talk about later for NXT. So this isn't yes, just a is. this isn't just a Santana, you know, I don't want to be vulgar in case she is listening, but hey Santana, we're coming to see you for WrestleMania. Get, hope you got your picture face on. That's going to be our, that's going to be our new header by the way. I'm taking my championship. We're, we're taking the one with the Mean Gene Oakland cardboard down from WrestleMania. And we're putting up one with me, you, and Santana Garrett. I mean, we can just, like, crop out me and Gene out of there now and put Santana on there. We could Photoshop that. Oh, no. I want the real shit. No. Uh, I mean, I've already got a picture with her. So, I mean, technically, I could just put that on there and, like, Photoshop your head somewhere into it. But, you know, this will be, like, my third time meeting her. Why, what's, why the long face? The Packers haven't even lost yet. Why are you getting sad? Speaking of football, <laughs> talking about that raping last night? God, look, damn. The New England Patriots don't know how to act with a weekend off. Julian Edelman's <laughs> in the news. Oh, poor he gets Julian. arrested, poor jumping Julian. on the hood of somebody's car because his ass ain't got to go to practice this week. He don't know what to do with a free weekend in January. He's fucking wiling out. Oh, shit. Oh, what movie is There's a movie where like the guy gets drunk and like gets on a cop car and pisses all over the cop car windshield. That's what I was picturing, Edelman. Just fucking dry walking around through New England. Just I'm fucking. I don't know what everyone's doing. Boom. Your, I can your see his asses walking around drunk off his ass and wandering the streets like a hobo. Your Packers are playing the Seattle Seahawks today. My Super Bowl pick coming out of the NFC. I didn't pick them to win. I'm just picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Seattle. I'm, yes. Not I just, past today, man. I'm not saying it because I'm a Packer fan. 
and I obviously want them to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're going to go. I'm just going to be honest. Do I think they have a chance? If their offense and defense shows up, then the Packers are a very, very dangerous team. Um, they have one of the best defense in the second half of the season, and we know what that offense can do when it's firing all cylinders. If they do you know, both those together, that team is unstoppable. Do you know but what's odd to me? You don't know who shows up, and that's the problem. The defense has been consistent. They've only allowed more than 15 points, or like, yeah, they've only allowed more than 15 points all second half of the season. One of those was the, the fucking Niners, um, and the second one was a 20 point game at the end. But other than that, it's been like 10 to 15 points or less. Uh, and I mean, they the, the Smith brothers they've been dominating it out there, uh, which has been nice considering that they filled the gap of um, <clears throat> of Clay not being there. But if Rodgers can fucking get his head out of his ass and get those receivers like to know what they're supposed to fucking be doing, as long as their name isn't Ad- uh, Devontae Adams, then that that defense is gonna, our offense is going to be scary, especially with Jones running the ball. But that's the problem; you don't know if they're all going to show up, and that's what's scary. So they, they they could get to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they can't. I'm not saying they're not going to. But I do believe they're going to get through Seattle today. It's weird you're saying Rodgers needs to get his head out of his ass. I wonder if he misses that coach that he had there and he ran out of town. Speaking of. Because it, they would have been, made the, the playoffs if it fucking would have been for dumb. Really? Because they've, they've made the playoffs nine times with him as the coach but in not 13 the, years. not the last two years with him there, though. Okay. Um. Speaking of, I'll, I'll tie these two in together. One of the reasons I liked the Mike McCarthy hire for the Cowboys was because he coached in Green Bay. Green Bay is one of the most visible and storied franchises in the NFL, and they probably get just as much pub as the Cowboys. So it won't be too big for them, but I say that to say this. For Green Bay to be 13-3, and three, I haven't heard shit about them this season. Like, this is the most quiet. Th- when I saw they were 13-3, and three, I was like, wait, what? Like, the last time I remember seeing them on TV, San Francisco was spanking the shit out of them. And I mean, the only reason I paid attention was because I had Devontae Adams in fantasy. Like, this is the most quiet 13-3 and team I think I've ever... So I don't know how good they are. I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched a lot of Packers football this year. I'm just picking Seattle because Russell Wilson finally has a receiver. He doesn't have a running game. But I think... Pound for pound, Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in football right now. He does everything. He does everything well. Um, Doesn't take big – like we watched Lamar Jackson last night get lit up every time he ran. Russell's smart enough to run, to throw, and when he has to run to run, he gets down. He doesn't get hit a lot. Like I I hate when the Cowboys have to play him, but I love watching him when other teams are playing. He's just so good. I see what you're saying. And I agree with a lot of that, especially when you compare it to, like, Jackson. Um, but, like, the running stuff, I'm pretty sure Rodgers had more running yards than Wilson did. Uh, I'm not saying he's a good rusher. I'm saying he's a smart No, I'm saying player. that when it comes down to it, Rodgers, let's be honest. Just because just because you hate the Packers, be honest. Let The least amount of, of interceptions, he literally had three interceptions all season. And he uh, threw the ball, what, probably 150 times less than he normally does? Which is still like 150 times more than everybody else. But it's ridiculous. His Rodgers is by far the best quarterback playing the game. He may not be on point. That's because he's got a lot of young receivers. Bullshit. You put him up against any other quarterback in that league, 
and he's the best fucking quarterback. We're gonna see today. We ain't got to sit here and argue about it. We this are. Shit. We're gonna we find gonna out in a couple hours. Because you know what? That that Russell Wilson smartness isn't gonna do shit when Smith's fucking shoving his dick down his mouth in the fucking middle of those snow, <laughs> the frozen tundra. That's just say, sharp pain. That's Russell sharp Wilson is going to be calling wifey <laughs> and be like, "Can you come pick me up? I'm too cold out here. I can't do this." Russell Wilson is definitely cold. kicking Aaron Rodgers' ass in the wife game. Yeah, I bet you uh, won't. I bet you can't argue that shit. Little uh, Danica Patrick looking like a 12 year old boy half the time. Wow, wow. Why did you guys go there for, man? I'm just saying. You sitting there talking about, uh, uh. Sierra's ten times hotter than Danica Patrick is. Ten times. If them two stood next to each other, you wouldn't even notice Danica Patrick standing there. Take that to the you could, and I'll drive a fucking NASCAR through that comment. I guess I'll I guess I'll leave my Danica stuff in the back then. Yeah, maybe you should. And put it back there with Aaron Rodgers' sorry ass. Nope, I'm pulling that shit up front today. Boom. Let's get to some wrestling, Marty. We got a lot to talk about. We ain't got a lot of time to cover it. So let's let's run through this. Let's go. We're going to try to make some segments here. So this first segment is what we're going to do every week. It's called Around the World of Wrestling. We're going to talk about everything. And we're going to start, like we always do, on Monday. Monday Night Raw with your boy, the WWE Champion, Barack Lesnar. And Paul Heyman, that little penguin looking, say the same promo every time he comes out, cusses here and there. Try to get a pop from the crowd guy, Paul Heyman. Announced that Brock's going to be the number one entrant in this year's Royal Rumble. What do you think about it, sir? I hate it and I love it. I'm going to say this for just two reasons. I hate it because I hate the fact when the champion's in the fucking Royal Rumble. That also means that we're not getting a championship match that night. That's, that's one reason why I hate it. Secondly, I love it if they do it right. And I was thinking about this all night, all night last night. And if they, when I'm playing, they do it right. You and I have both said multiple times, Roman Reigns is going to win this Royal Rumble. Okay, he's going to win this Rumble. He's got to do it right. And if you, and, and I feel like Kofi is going to get a push in this Rumble. If you put Kofi at the end with Roman, and Roman wins by throwing Kofi out, it's it's booing all over again. Correct? It's ridiculous. But if you have – if the final four comes down to McIntyre, uh, Roman, Brock, and uh, Kofi, you get Bro- Roman to, find, to knock out Drew McIntyre. You get a back and forth. You get a tag team team up with Roman and Kofi against Brock. You get Brock to knock out Roman. And then you get Brock to just destroy and eliminate Kofi, which gets the heat on Brock. And then you get Roman to beat. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Now, there will still be some heat because obviously Kofi made it that far and lost, and people are going to be bitching and booing about that. But you take it off of Roman and put it on Brock. And I think that's the way you do it right. I just wish they would clarify is Brock's title going to be on the line? If he wins, does he just get the night off? Does he get the oh, challenge like to the Fiend? With Roman Reigns a couple years ago? Yeah, because, and that's the other thing. Um, Paul Heyman comes out and says this is the first time ever. We literally just saw Roman Reigns four years ago, the WWE champion, being the number one entrant and losing the title eventually to Triple H. So how the how the hell is that the first time ever? But I wish they would clarify. Also, we know it hasn't been announced officially, but we're pretty sure there's going to be NXT competitors in it. So say Roman wins, all right, just Roman for example. 
What if he says, I want to fight Adam Cole at WrestleMania? Can he do that? Can he fight for the NXT title? Can you just change brands? Or do you have to fight the person that's on your brand? Because it seems like every year it changes. You know, a couple years ago, Asuka had the choice of Raw and SmackDown. And then last year it was like, well, then no, Becky came from SmackDown to Raw. Yeah, Becky chose who she wanted to last year. Because remember, they made her pick which size she wanted to go for. And that's why they made that early. So, so I just, yeah, I just if, wish they if, would if he wanted to, if he wanted, he could fucking come out and say, "I'm want to fucking fight." The, what's the guy from Walter? Walter yeah. <laughs> the NXT. Are NXT UK guys going to be in it and women? I, like, I wish they would. Then again, I wish they would let us know the rules. Like, I if this person NXT wins, UK but women are that's that's what oh I'm yeah, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I hope they tell us what you can do. If you win, but I hope they don't tell us, like, everybody's been speculating 10 NXT, 10 Raw, 10 SmackDown. I don't want to know how many people are going to be in it. I want to be surprised. But I do want to know, if this person wins, what they can do. Like, Brock is the title on the line. What can he... If he wins, he just gets the night off at WrestleMania. So Brock ain't fighting for a title shot at WrestleMania. He's different day off. Brock gives <laughs> such a fuck less about the title. He wants to fight for a day off at WrestleMania. A paid vacation day, if you will. That's what Brock's like. And, and Vince, Vince, this is my floating holiday. I'm going to use this right now. I'm, I'm cashing. Here's, here's my briefcase. I'm cashing in a day off. Oh, <laughs> shit. We're going to see the money in the bank also. You know when when you're at work and they have like pools and raffles and stuff and they're like, oh, if you win, you get an extra PTO day. That's pretty much what Brock is going for at the Royal Rumble. He's trying to get a he he wants to WrestleMania check, but he don't want to have to show up for it. If they use that as a storyline, oh my god, the fucking heat that they would get for that would be fantastic. I hope somebody hears this and they and they do that. They're gonna, they're gonna show him like on two different raws from now till the WrestleMania if he were to win, and he'll just be sitting back and catering, just chilling with Paul, and just like like he did guns and ammo Kong. magazine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get to let's get to Wednesday night. We'll skip over AEW Dark and NWA because I ain't watched either one of those in weeks. Uh, let's get to Wednesday. AEW, the big news: Moxley declines the Jericho invite to join the inner circle. And I, I mean, watched I, I I watched this the day later because I I'm gonna be honest with you this is the first week I watched NXT and did not change over to AEW I watched NXT live and there was nothing and I felt like I was missing nothing and turns out I wasn't missing much um, so I watched this the next day and I'd already heard about what happened but they did this so well and they drug it out for so long I could see why people thought oh shit Moxley actually did join the inner circle. I mean, if, if you thought, if you honestly thought that Moxie joined the circle, then you're a dumbass. I guess be honest. You knew that he wasn't going to join. You knew that he was going to play it off. You could tell the whole damn time. I thought he was actually going. I thought he was going to knock out little fucking. Oh, fucking Guevara. Okay, I can't stand that kid. Sammy. Every time I see his face, I want to punch him in the face. Like he just. You, you call him his name. He's the Spanish God. And with his little fucking name cards and word cards, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Sit your ass down. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Jake, fuck his ass out. There's no reason why you should be sitting backstage compared to that little bitch. Like, just, no. I just can't stand him. I don't know what it is. It annoys me. And then he fights Christopher Daniels. He really annoys me. Um, yeah, there, I, I didn't think for one moment that he was going to be legit joining 
inner circle. Man, they drug it out to the last minute. Like, oh, to it the was point th- where, it was a thirty minute segment. Yeah, they and they drug like every time you thought, oh shit, he's about to hit him now, he would start celebrating with him again. And he, but then he did he did at one point look at the camera and <laughs> wink, like yeah. when he was over in the corner. But that was five minutes before he had exactly. So you, I was like, oh, here thought, it comes. Like, oh, here it comes. And then nothing happened. Like, so, I thought they did well with that segment. I thought they did, did really well. With it. I was like, oh, here he comes. And then he walked to the table. I'm like, yes. And then he sets the keys down. Like, <laughs> no, he, I like when he put the keys in his pocket, you knew shit was about to go yeah. down. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm keeping the car, but I'm about to beat right. somebody's ass. And then when they jumped out of the ring and left him in Jericho, and it was like, oh, okay, I get it. I see what's about to happen. But I, I like the segment. Um, that was probably one of the best AEW produced segments like that that they've done since they've been on TV. That was really well done. And to go with that, this is probably the first. I don't know. I don't know. I from what I saw, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure like this was like the first one we've seen where there was like no technical issues in this episode either. Um, I'm, I'm knock on wood. I don't know what's gonna. Be, if it's just a fluke, hopefully not. But it was nice to be able to watch the show. And I have bullshit ass issues going on during promos, um, stuff like that throughout the entire episode. Right, and we we called it out last week about how their backstage stuff uh, was messing up. And lo and behold, the very next day after we record, Rey Mysterio have his interview gets messed up. So WWE, shame on your punk asses too. Like we're, you know, because I got people telling us that we're biased versus AC, AEW and we're anti-AEW. And I'm going to just yes. tell you right now, suck my dick. Because, because I speak honest about everything that I watch. Like, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. I don't give a shit if you like it or not. I'm telling you how I feel about it. And I'm not going to lie and come on here and pander to a certain demographic of wrestling fans just for downloads like some of these other fucking podcasts out here do. I don't give a shit if you listen or not. We do this shit for fun. If you don't like what I got to say, like I said, kiss my ass. Santana Garrett likes what I got to say, so fuck you. I'm sorry, go ahead, sir. First record I ran in 2020. I love it. And, and then, you know what? It's funny when people suck a bitch about that. Like, I don't care what anyone says. I, I'm pretty sure that I, I've spoken highly of AEW since day one. Um, but the same point, <laughs> biasness. We shit on WWE all the damn time. The Thank you. Up. I probably shit on WWE more than I shit on anything else. And I still love Thank the product. Thank you. Fuck. Some stuff you like, some stuff you don't. But it's like if you say anything bad about <clears> AEW, <throat> all of a sudden you're the second coming of Satan around this motherfucker. Guess what? Their product sucks lately. I hate to break it to you. But like a lot of the shit they're doing and a lot of a lot of podcasts that I listen to, I listen to a bunch of wrestling stuff. And a lot of them this week specifically have have said how they're being turned off by the product because they've been waiting and waiting and waiting for them to turn that corner and agree and do all the shit that they promised, and it's going down instead of going up. So it ain't just me feeling like this. It's a lot of people. But I'm not going to come on here and lie and tell you shit is roses when it's shit because that's not what I do. That's not how we roll on this podcast. And like I said, if you don't like that, you can take your download and shove it up your ass. I don't give a shit. Anyway, back to stuff that we we do like. The Moxley thing was really good. Um, if we were done talking about that, let's shit on them for a little bit, since we're let's just <laughs> let's just let's just keep this snowball rolling. Riho retains the title versus Chris Statliner in what was a decent match to begin with, and then all hell broke loose with some fucking 
old guy looking like a Hannibal Lecter reject and Brandy Rhodes coming out and uh who's the chick that used to be in a uh, right to censor? She shaved her hair. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, she was kind of cute, and then she shaved her hair off. No, I'm <clears> sorry, <throat> not right to censor. She was in CM Punk's thing. I was gonna say uh, the only girl that was in right to censor was uh, China Ivory. and Ivory. Yeah, but it was uh, CM Punk's little group, and uh, she shaved her head off for. Uh, uh, what's uh, uh, I can't think. Of, she looks like her, but she's way bigger than her. Yeah, and I don't know this chick's name either. And then you got Awesome Kong, and it's just a clusterfuck. And what was a really good match to to get to before that. And you did all of that just so you could get Brandy's group over. And Rio's got the title now, and she just tweets out that she's on her way back to Japan. So you won't see her for a while. Again. You know what? So I, and that's one I want to mention, too, because like we've been talking about her not being around, and she got called out for that. But then they show her record. She's got, like, fucking 12 matches this, in, in AEW since, since October. What the fuck did those matches come from? Tag teams, like... Remember at the beginning she was always on TV wrestling, and then, and then she got the title, title, and then she's gone. And I don't know, man. Like I understand she's cool with Omega, and they think she's the greatest thing ever. But it's just it, it's there's no way she should be able to beat Chris Statliner should come out there and fucking f five her like Brock Lesnar would do somebody, and just beat exactly. her within two minutes. And instead. She gets a roll up, and matter of fact, how can she even do a roll up when she weighs like sixty pounds? I don't give a damn how much leverage she's got. When you can leg press her body weight times like five, there's no reason she should be able to roll you up logically. And yet here she is, still the AEW <clears throat> Women's Champion, and now she's back in Japan, so she'll have that title for a while. Well, I mean, the next big event is like a month away, so that's a while. I know. That's, uh, not, that's not Brock Lesnar while, though. The other big angle that I want to bring up real quick, Cody versus MJF. Cody comes out. Actually, you know, hold on. Before you jump on to the next segment, because this brought me up, came up my mind while I was watching the episode. Um, does AEW not have a DQ clause at all? Because I have not seen a single DQ, but I've seen so many interruptions and like them just watching it happen and not say a damn thing. Like... Don't no even get me started outs, on their, no tag, on their no, no referees. Yeah, don't even get me started on their referees. Like their their rule book is apparently you can write it as you're going along with it. Well, that's kind of happens when you have fucking Ring of Honor and Earl Hebner pull over to your be your referees. All right, let's get to the other angle of Cody versus MJF. Cody comes <laughs> out, him and his brother wrestle and beat the Lucha Bros in a really good match. Um and Cody is hell-bent on getting his hands on MJF. But yet, the very next segment, MJF comes out, talks shit about Cody, beats up DDP who comes out, and everybody comes out to help DDP except for Cody. Can you explain to me how that makes sense? Did Cody get hurt and I didn't pay attention to it? So, <clears throat> while they were calling him out, they were all making reference to him not even being there, that him being back in uh, medical. So, I don't know if he got hurt or not, but they, before... GDP came out. They were they were setting the stage that, that Cody did get injured or something because or was okay. getting checked out because Sorry. they said multiple times he's not coming out. He's not even here. He's in uh, medical or back in the like the back room and medical getting checked out. So that's always that's the only thing that reason why I thought he didn't come out was because they played it off okay. that he was in medical beforehand. I missed that part. So. 
All right, so then that turns into DDP coming out, you know. Giving the 90s of 90s promos. So tell me this. And the, the old so guy promo. It's 2020, and AEW doesn't exist. Dustin Rhodes is still in WWE. All right, he's facing off against, let's call it Rollins and AOP. Or, or Cody and Dustin are there. They're facing off against Rollins and AOP. DDP comes out to stand up for Cody. And then QT Marshall, or whatever his name is, a guy that runs the channel of WWE's YouTube account, comes out. And Dustin Rhodes comes out. And that's your huge angle. Heading into one of only four pay-per-views is 60-something-year-old DDP, QT Marshall, and Dustin Rhodes versus... Uh, what would be one of your biggest heel factions on the show? How do you think people will react to that? People are tuning out. But it's the greatest thing ever on AEW. Funny how that works, right? I mean, I don't want to see it. I don't give a shit. Like, I like DDP in 1998, like, but it's 2020. Like, I don't want to see DDP wrestle. He could barely do that little float over for the diamond cutter. I do not want to see DDP wrestle. I do not want to see QT Marshall wrestle. I only want to see Dustin wrestle when it's got something to do with Cody and their tag team. I I can't disagree with you there. Um, yeah, it, it didn't. When was the last time we saw DDP at All Out or Double? I mean, Double or Nothing. Is that he the last comes time out we saw all him? the time with Cody? And I mean, I feel like we haven't seen him since Double or Nothing. Yeah, he comes out. He comes out with him a lot. Like remember <clears throat> when? Uh, Jericho and Cody were feuding, and Jericho oh, and I was in the, back. Up in the box and all that, and they came up. You know, I, I like stuff like that, but I don't want to see this guy wrestle. I don't either. Um, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. It's 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 the Undertaker thing. We don't, I don't. He needs to retire. I get DDP's probably in better shape now than he was 15 years ago when he was in when he was back in WWE. Um, but yeah, I don't. Here's the thing. I was never really the biggest fan of DDP in the first place. Um, didn't really care. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to see him on. Like, do you have so much talent there? Exactly. That that, that should be getting their name out there with such a new exactly. product. Exactly. You don't need to fall back to DDP now. If DDP is there for support, like Arn is, that's one thing. But not to be in the match. Like, there's. You've got no two hours of programming that. per week. You got two hours, and then you got a one-hour YouTube show per week. You got three hours. Two, one of the three hours most people don't even watch. You got uh, a million people tuning in almost every week, and you roll DDP, Dustin Rhodes, and QT Marshall out there. That's gonna probably be like a tw- at least twenty minutes of the two uh, of the hundred and twenty minutes that you got on TV. Like, come on, man. You, you. Well, and then you and then you put in the, the Moxley and Jericho, which took you thirty minutes. So now that now you're at an hour, that took up an hour between those two, uh, and then the rest of the you know forty five minutes was a split between Inner Circle or yeah, because you know well, okay, you know that thirty minutes counts Inner Circle, but then you have Dark Order, you have the Elite. It's like, does everything have to be a fucking faction in AEW? And everybody's trying to recruit somebody. That's what I love. You know what? And I, I came across last night. If if and they mentioned it again, and you you told me last week after I asked about it, Hangman Page is taking some time away from the elite, and that was announced again last night. I fucking love it, and That's I feel like the, more. We I feel uh, like more and more. I'm loving Hangman Page. 
I've always been a fan of his, but I'm loving him more and more every week. And the fact that he just like doesn't give a shit, he's coming out drinking, and then the fact he wins, he goes gets the match, walks out in the stands, and starts drinking beer with everybody in the stands. I'm like, I love this son of a bitch. Then I saw a sign that hangover page. I'm like, yes, I love it. I <laughs> that love needs it. to be a t-shirt. <laughs> it can say hangman and it can have like a little cross out and say over over the top of it. It can have a double meaning. Double entendre, if you will. You heard it here first. Um, let's get to SmackDown. Not a lot happened on SmackDown. Uh, I tell you what did happen. Oh no, you got John Morrison back, man. I thought that was Alex Riley. My bad. He was coming out just being a Mrs. Little bitch. I thought it was Alex Riley all over again. Uh, Roman Reigns comes out and declares he's going to enter the Royal Rumble. Not only enter it, but he's going to win. And main event WrestleMania for a fifth time. Marty, as somebody that's got tickets to WrestleMania, I'm kind of hoping that happens. I am praying that that shit happens. I want to be there when Roman Reigns is headlining. I want to be there when Roman Reigns lifts his hand up above his head with a belt in his hand. I want to see that. The blue belt over the fiend. Blue belt. Okay, let him win the blue belt, then let him come out and beat the shit out of uh, Brock Lesnar first and hold that belt up, too. I don't give a shit. Let him hold up both belts. I feel like this, what I'm about to bring up, doesn't really mean much in the grand scope of things, but I know you loved it. Mandy Rose got a win <laughs> over Alexa. I was going to bring it up. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> because my my angle to get into that, part, that conversation was <laughs> Otis. I don't know if I love him or I fucking hate him. But I dig it. Like, you some bitch. You, you do you, bro. You do you. Makes uh, Oh, man. I'm like... And I love the fact that she got the win over Alexa with that. That was fantastic. Um, her little look at Adam at the end was amazing. Uh, um, but <clears throat> this leads me to, to think about it, too. Like, what's the end game here? Because, I mean, obviously, Mandy's a heel. She always has. Mandy and 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 Sonya have been heels ever since they were with Paige. Um, like this, this can go one of two ways. Either that they're gonna like storyline them together somehow, which that does not make sense. I'm sorry, it doesn't. Or she's gonna embarrass him and break his heart, and that's gonna make be the biggest heel move by making this poor sap feel like look like shit. But that's gonna put her over as the big like, a fucking giant heel. And so that's why I'm like, what is the overall end game here? Like, how, really? How is it end gonna be is it gonna end up being her and Ziggler? Like, oh fucking. How do you know she's not a face anymore? Like, how do you know she hadn't that's turned what over I'm saying. Belief? That's what I'm saying. It can go either one can make you do some crazy stuff. I you said know? it can go one of two ways. And <laughs> which way is it going? Like, that's what's making me wonder here. Like, bring you know, bring ours oh, a ham. Bring Otis that cake and let him come eat that cake. Yeah. He wants them. He wants them cake. I want that cake. Just saying. Bring me the cake. I like it because it's been. This has been almost a year now that Otis has been like in love with Mandy, and they've just left it kind of in the background, and now it's kind of festering over. Like he's kind of wore down a little bit. It's been a storyline that they probably unintentionally kept going with. Like they Absolutely. just needed something for them to do. And they kept going with it, and now it's like a prevalent storyline on the TV show. And the fact that we all watch every week and we've seen it kind of keep boiling up makes it even better. It's like one of the longest storylines they've got going right now. So and it I'm really is it. because of that. It is a slow build, and because of that, people are loving it. And people love Otis. They do. That's like, 
Tucker's getting left in the background. Or like, guy. Tucker's a jealous friend. Like, no, man, don't worry about her. We got to keep up. Like, he was trying to, no, leave gonna, her alone. It's going to end up being Tucker and Sonya turning on Mandy and Otis because they're getting left in the background. Oh, man. What if Mandy and Tucker got a thing going on? Mandy and Tucker? Yeah, and they turn on Otis. Oh, oh that would be awful. Dude, that would be awful. He's going to be so heartbroken. Oh, his best friend's brother. Oh, man, now I just got heartbroken, man. <laughs> I feel like you felt when the Cowboys got eliminated from the playoff contention. Actually, I was happy about that. I as, know you were. As hard as, hear it. And, and that's, that's, you know... 30-something years I've been a fan of the Cowboys. I've never been happy about them being eliminated from playoff contention. And I was ecstatic about Because they weren't going to win this year. Like, they may have beaten Seattle, maybe, the way Seattle played against Philly. Because if, if Carson Wentz didn't get hurt, I think Seattle. But I think that is the reason Seattle's going to beat Green Bay. But we're back in the football. The hell with that. Let's get to NXT. Um, as we speak right now, NXT takeover Blackpool is happening. Is it Blackpool? Is Blackpool the next one? That's the UK. It's it's happening right now. Um, So we'll talk about the results of that next week. But this week on NXT, there is a battle royal, women's battle royal, for the number one contender for the NXT women's champion, Rhea Ripley. And there's a certain somebody who this is their favorite podcast is in the battle royal. Marty? Who do you think's winning that battle royal, and why is your answer going to be Santana Garrett? I want Santana Garrett to win so <laughs> bad. I think Bianca's going to win. I feel like Candice is going to win. Ugh. I'm not. I don't want her to win, but okay. I feel like real quick, it's, it's either her or Tony. Like real quick, did you see? This week's episode where everybody came out and they were interrupting Rhea Ripley and the crowd was so hyped for everybody and then Candace came out and it was just like, oh, what the hell is she doing? Here? <laughs> like, and that's and that's exactly why she'd be the one to fucking win. No, I think it's I think Bianca's been putting everybody over and you beating really? Bianca Belair really? still, still Bianca is the one putting everybody over. Yeah, beating Bianca Belair still means something and I think her winning the her winning the battle royal will elevate her a lot. Her and Rhea will have a really good match, and then Rhea will win and make her full steam ahead towards, uh, I want to say WrestleMania, but not WrestleMania, towards When Worlds Collide, where she wrestles Tony Storm for the NXT women's title, which was also Tony. announced. Tony. Tony won the belt from Rhea, right? Or Rhea yes. won the belt from Tony? Tony. Rhea beat Tony for the NXT UK title and then had a reign, and then Tony ended up taking the title from okay. her. I couldn't remember it. Well, they didn't swap it from each other. Rhea won the inaugural NXT Women's UK title by beating Tony in the finals. And then Tony Storm won the May Young Classic and then beat Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think I think it's all leading towards Tony versus Rhea WrestleMania well, weekend, well, to be honest. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Uh, when Worlds Collide happens Royal Rumble weekend, and it's already announced that Rhea's going to defend the title against Tony there. Oh. Uh, we're gonna talk about that a little later. I don't think Tony's in the battle royal. I think yeah, uh, I thought she was. Is she? Okay. Well, that makes no sense then. Then why, why give her a title shot in two weeks, if she's fighting for a title shot in the battle royal? That makes zero sense. 
because it's already agreed upon. She's wrestling Rhea Ripley at When Worlds Collide, Royal Rumble weekend. So I think we got, I think we got something crossed up there. Um, but nonetheless. So wait, hold on. Wait, wait. So Tony Storm is fighting Ripley this weekend today. No, 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 no. She's no, fighting. she is. No, she's fighting today in Blackpool. She's wrestling uh, Kaylee Ray, Kaylee Ray, and the uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, the oh, one never mind, never mind. I, I got the palsy. Palsy. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's for they're you. wrestling for the UK title. So yeah. Tony wants to be two two champion. That's why they were chanting Tony two belts at her during. Um, she needs two belts. What are you drinking, by the way? Coffee. All right, so let's let's get through this. Uh, the women's battle royal. Who you got winning? I got Bianca Belair winning the women's battle royal and taking on Rhea Ripley. I I don't want it to happen, but I think that Candice is going to win. I want I I'm, I want Santana to win, but the way WWE treats her, we know that's not happening. Unfortunately, now if that were to happen, that would be fucking amazing. I don't think they would do it just because she like like we talked about a couple weeks ago. She doesn't have an established character on NXT right now. She's kind of in and out. But with what I thought was Chelsea Green getting called up to the main roster, her and Dion Perrazzo, because they both been on Raw and main event. But then Chelsea shows up last week with uh, the guy from Impact, Robbie E, in his little stable. So I guess she's staying in NXT. Like maybe they can get Santana in that stable too, and Diana, and they can. Form the little trifecta of friends, which would be that would be good actually. They haven't had that since they had Sasha and Becky versus Charlotte and Bailey and in, in uh, NXT, which was really good by the way. We don't um, that that would be they don't have a women's faction in the WWE, and that would be that would be I think that would be a damn good one. I'm talking about real faction, like people who actually can all perform in all three angles, not like what a name. Not, not like just people so, hanging not, out. Not like Shayna and her lackeys. It's basically <laughs> Shayna. Shana, let's put it this way: Shayna is basically Rollins, and the other two are J and J Security. Oh wow! Uh, the North American Championship will be defended coming here soon versus Keith Lee, who won a was it a four way match? I can't remember. It, uh, that Spirit Power Bomb. It's got a stupid name, but man, and would they quit with the Keith Lee gif? Like it was cool the first. 17 times they did it where people are doing stuff and he just stands up really slowly in the background. Like, come, WWE just runs shit into the ground. Like, he does that every match now. Like, the shit ain't even, like, it ain't even surprising anymore. You kind of know when it's going to happen. But Keith Lee is on my list of people to watch this year. I think he's going to blow up this year. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. that. Um, <clears throat> to go with that, I mean... I really want Damian Priest to get to get some push there. I like Damian Priest. Um, I, I liked him when he was Punishment Martinez. Um, hey, to be honest, he was one of the one of the decent things to watch about Ring of Honor. Uh, but no, Keith, it's Keith Lee's time. Let him get a push. Uh, I'd rather actually, but I'd rather see him get something towards the. By the, I guess by it's going to be a slow roll, but by this time next year he'll be, if not in, not the title holder, but he will be in the heavyweight championship talk in NXT. Yeah. I will say that. Um. So we announced coming up at Worlds Collide, 
Tony Storm. We didn't announce it. They announced it. Tony Storm versus Rhea. Also, you got Balor versus Dragunov, and you got Undisputed Era. All four members versus Imperium will also be happening at Win Worlds. That Worlds Collide thing is, looks like it's going to be a really good wrestling event. It'll, I think it's the Saturday of the Royal Rumble on WWE Network. So that'll be that'll be really good. It will um, be, but that's a lot of fucking wrestling, man. We're going to find someone to watch it down there. Party with everybody. No, we're talking Royal Rumble, not... Oh, Royal Rumble. I'm thinking... I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. yeah. All right, before we close everything out, let's get to the news, Marty. And yesterday was a huge day of news into... Oh, before uh, we get into that, there was a Ring of Honor show you, we talked about yesterday um, before we get into the controversy out there. Um, there was some more wrestling. Ring of Honor had a show last night. You, you asked about Marty um, being out of Ring of Honor. And they had their uh, their Saturday night last night at center stage. They had some matches. They had uh, PCO defended and retained his title against Roosh again. Um, but those are spoilers though, because they're not. They haven't been announced. Everything. So you're just giving away spoilers right now. Giving announced. They had. They 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 aired it. Where they aired on? On Ring of Honor. Did they? It was, it was live. Yeah, and then all that shit was on. Um, they're fucking social media. So how's that spoiler? It's all over the social well, I, media. I thought it was like it was when we went, where it was like four episodes taped and it came out three months later. Oh, this one last time I checked, it was it was all it was all live last night, I thought. They okay. had this shit up, posted. All right. I know uh, they posted Nick Aldis running in, but I didn't know they posted any well, Ring of Honor did post that you have new six man tag champs. So Yeah, and I guess we can't spoil that when they spoil yeah. themselves. So I mean with that, that I think that's you know, I think we last night we saw uh, Ring Marty's last night in Ring of Honor because he did have those six man tag team championships, which he's had for fucking almost a year. He's had that shit since like last March. Um, but they finally they, they gave those belts up. I think that was them, you know, getting the belts off of him because I think now we're going to see him completely cut loose now for Ring of Honor because he's got no ties, um, especially now that PCO's on his own. Um, we'll see what happens with Flip and. Uh, but I don't know. I think we could start looking on the horizons to see Marty pop up somewhere within our next month or so. Well, he's already popped up in NWA. Well, I'm talking about like, like, like top tier, like main stage. Oh, he said NWA, what top tier? It's not. Come on. Wow. Are they on a, are they on a cable network? They are, they on, are, they on, are they, are they on? It's 2020. Uh, We're not talking about cable anymore. We're talking about views. How many people look at your product? I mean, I'm just fucking with you. Like, uh, clearly they're not one of the top ones because they're not on TV. They have a good product, but they have, I'm not saying yeah, they have a good product. Yeah. There's not. There's not anywhere. I watched them. I watched them over Ring of Honor. I mean, I do watch them over Ring of Honor. It <laughs> makes sense. Uh, uh, but no, that was just the last thing I had. You know, just a, we'll probably start seeing Marty pop up somewhere big pretty soon. Uh, before we close Royal out Rumble weekend. The news. What? What? Oh, before shit. we close out with Surprise the news. Surprise entrance of Royal Rumble, Marty Skrull? Before we close out with the news, I want to announce, speaking of Royal Rumble, the week after Royal Rumble will be your next Boot to Debate episode. We're going to wait till after the Royal Rumble smoke is cleared. So any other pods out there that want to come on and debate and tell me why this and that happened, you are more than welcome. Let us know. 
we will be reaching out to a couple, and if people want to come on, they're more than welcome to. Also, but, I'm just going to do it now. I feel like I'm going to host this one. Uh-oh. I'm going to let you debate. You're going to let so, me debate? If, if you guys want to debate the great Chris Rucker, throw your hat in the mix. And just so people know, um, when I host it, I don't tell Marty what we're talking about beforehand. I don't tell anybody. Like Everybody hears it as we're recording it so I can make it fair every way around. So don't think that we have... Fucking wins and loses, jackass. <laughs> don't think that we have it set up to where Fuck we know Barry. more than anybody else. <laughs> Talking shit all week. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> And your corduroys. <laughs> Fucking new boot goofing, bitch. All right, Mark, let's get to I the news. You, you gotta go I'm soon. sorry. You gotta go soon. So let's uh let's get to the news. And the news of the day yesterday, everybody knows today Tessa Blanchard Blanchard is wrestling for the Impact World Championship. So Marty, I'm gonna read something to you. This is tweeted out by Tessa Blanchard yesterday at eleven forty seven AM Eastern Standard Time. Hey women. Try supporting one another. Cool things happen. Now, if you were to read that tweet, Marty, what would you think? Like, damn, they're um, trying to build that network. That's a pretty positive tweet. Way to support each other. Hmm. So can I read what happened after that? Oh, please do. Priscilla Kelly, Rebel from TNA, Ilsa Don, Isla Don, Chelsea Green, Sienna, uh, even Renee Michelle. I mean, everybody just came out of the woodwork. Uh, Shanna from New Japan, not New Japan, but over in Japan. Everybody just talked about how awful a human being Tessa Blanchard was. But then Allison Kay responded and tweeted. Oh, I got to find the tweet. Hold on. I want to quote it completely perfect and make sure I don't get anything wrong. And of course, it looks like I did not screenshot it. Basically, Allison K says that in Japan a couple years ago, Tessa spit in a black woman's face, a black wrestler, and called her the N-word. Now, as I was watching this story unfold, people were saying, well, it's just Sienna saying it. You know, there's no actual proof. But the lady herself, whose name that I do have here, I apologize. I'm having to scroll through a lot of stuff. Uh, La Rosa from Puerto Rico. She came out and said that it was true, that Tessa did do that to her. And rumor has it she hit Tessa with a two-piece and a biscuit and knocked her ass out. So as strong as Tessa's chin looks, apparently (laughs) looks can be deceiving because she got hit with a two-piece and was out like a light. Um, Tessa tweeted this out the day before the biggest match of her career, and shit just hit the fan. You got canceled Tessa hashtags going on. You got everybody talking bad about her. What are your takes on all this, Marty? Because you were tuned out yesterday when I told you shit was hitting the fan. You were like, I haven't seen anything yet. So I don't know if you tuned in after I told you that or you're just hearing all this live. But I mean, what's oh, your no, reaction? I, uh, last night, so I was up late last night. Um, we were talking about yesterday. I, didn't, I had no clue what was going on. I was removed oh, from oh, Twitter. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Um, Heavy Metal Pro just decided... And I'm going to quote them. We've decided to remove Tessa Blanchard from our scheduled event in two weeks. We won't tolerate racism and bullying of any sorts in our locker room. So she's already getting kicked out of people's locker rooms. 
Damn. Um, shit. Like yeah. I, I saw it last night. Um, uh, I was up late last night watching wrestling from all week, and then I started playing around on Twitter and, and reading things, and uh, saw one post up, and then uh, I came across Allison's post, and so I just, she had she like retweeted everybody, so I was able to get everything all in one spot. Um, yeah, dude, like that that blew up in her face real quick. Um, at first I I did I was like, uh, is this people being petty and just making shit up and whatever and right because of the get, timing. You know, because of the timing of it. But then, like, more and more people came out. And then she came out and was like, yeah, I remember that. You want me to tell the story? I can tell the story. And I'm like, then Priscilla Kelly jumped in. I'm like, damn. Like, this is, this is, this is fucked up. The one thing that I saw that kind of was like, wow, uh, what, what's going on here? She made a full-blown, like, statement and everything to, I think it was to Chelsea. Yeah, to Chelsea. Uh, regarding her bullying. And she, she like responded to the bullying matter like hey you know what i grew up i i was young i had st- i was stupid i made decisions that weren't the best uh and you know if that was the case it is what it is i mean we've all been there for the most part not necessarily to that but like we've all made stupid decisions when we we're younger we all and, you know we you mature when you get in, especially in the business but then like she she never addressed the other stuff and she just said not true like that's it that's all you're gonna say? I feel like I just got in an argument with my, you know, my significant other, and she said, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, walked out the room. What just happened? The fuck just happened here? <laughs> um, so, like, okay, you bring acknowledgement to the. I mean, if it, if she said not true, and there's just the one person mentioned making reference to it, then you'd be like, okay, maybe it's not true. Maybe it's just someone who's got some bad blood, whatever it is. Uh, but then, like, everyone else started coming out. They saw the story. They knew it. They were there when it happened. I'm like, damn, that shit is fucking legit then. Um, given, like, I don't know I don't know how she feels on that now. I don't know what she is. Obviously, she's, you know, they're talking about her bullying and stuff like that with the women and stuff like that. But we haven't seen anything come across from, like, Women of Honor and that, that, that locker room. And that's all women and of all races, ethnicities, and everything like that. So it's interesting what else comes from this, uh, but yeah, if, if this is like this legitimately is true, and it's not just you know a bunch of people throwing her on the bus and and you know going with the story, then that's fucked up. And if it's if that's who she is and how she treats people and believes people and believes things, and her outlook on stuff, then maybe she does need to get that treatment. Maybe she does need to be pushed out of locker rooms for a while. Um. I there's so many people coming out negatively against her. It's the complete opposite of so Tessa's like breaking barriers and whatnot in wrestling. And I'm gonna paraphrase what a buddy of mine, Cameron Hawkins, said. He said last year when Kofi was going for the title, all you saw were black wrestlers coming out supporting him, and then they went from black wrestlers to all wrestlers that know Kofi about how great of a person he is, how they can't wait for him to win, how he deserves it more than anything. And then he said, you haven't seen any women come out and say anything positive about Tessa going for the Impact World title. And apparently this is the reason for it. Um, Before I get the rest of it, we also got a couple questions, and one of them is involved this from Pete Opolis. 
Uh, Tessa's getting crucified, just like Jim Cornette did a few weeks ago. If all these women are dropping bombs on her, do you still want her in WWE or AEW? Guessing other women wouldn't want to do a program with her right now. And I'll answer that with, with my immediate reactions for it. She's young as hell, first off. Like, what was she, 25? Something like that. She's so really when this young. happened, she's 22, whatever. <clears throat> There's no place for it, like, if that happened. The bullying and all that, that can... Obviously, you can change all that. Um, But the racism stuff, like... She can do everything she needs to do going forward and be accepted in the locker rooms and all that kind of shit. I personally, like... That's one of those things where when you do it, I'm just kind of like, fuck you. And that's how, and she's one of my favorite women's wrestlers. And if she's on WWE or AEW, I'm not going to turn the TV off when she's on there. But you won't catch me like buying her merch or trying to go meet her anymore and stuff like that. It's just, there's lines you don't cross. And I don't give a damn how young you are or how naive you are or whatever. Like, there's no excuse for that. And I don't want to hear she had a bad day. I have bad days all the time. You know what I don't do? Get racial. Get racist. Like, <laughs> you have a bad day, you might say, oh, fuck this, fuck that. But you don't just be like, I hate black people or I hate Mexicans. or Like, that. that's not a bad day. Good thing I'm white when you say that shit. <laughs> white Marty hashtag. <laughs> but you, you don't do that when you have a bad day. It's like when people get drunk and they're like, oh, I was drunk and I just happened to say some racial stuff. No, you happen to be racist, and it it boiled Seat over. Yeah. yeah, so you know she can do whatever she wants to do. It. I'm sure people are still going to cheer for. Her. There's going to be a segment of the crowd that like the fact that she did that, kind of like with Cornette. That are oh, you can't say anything anymore. Well, yeah, pretty much you can't. Like racism is something that shouldn't be tolerated in wrestling. I'm glad she got kicked out of that other locker room. I wouldn't mind Impact saying, you know, with the allegations, we're going to put the put somebody else in the match. Obviously people are going to hate that. that don't know what's going on with all this people that aren't internet savvy, but what's well, crazy know. to think about that. Like that statement right there. Like here's the thing. I have a feeling that th- that impact might be putting the belt on Tessa. That shit ain't happening now. I guarantee it's not happening. Um, they can leave her in the match, but if they leave her in the match, they're, I guarantee they know, what's going on they see what's going on but i guarantee if they were going to put the belt on her today they're not going to do so now there ain't no way impact's ratings for buy rate for this are going to go or at least illegal pirating is going to go through the roof uh let's get to a couple more quick questions real quick uh we got a couple minutes left pete Oppo says who won the boot to the face fantasy draft between you two and i told him fantasy you- speaking i did so you're just I was gonna so, say that I was, I there's was no so there's no so mathematical there's no mathematical evidence of you saying that you're just gonna say that right now. I will get that updated and I will post those winnings. So you're basically just WWE and you're just like y'all don't remember that shit. Like we're just gonna tell you what we want uh, to. To be honest with you, I keep like I need to get this shit updated and there's just so backlog of matches and I'm like fuck I need to get caught up on this and then just life happens and I'm like oh, fuck I get caught up on this I have. Like the the entire spreadsheet set up. I just got to add the, those those last remaining um, events on there, and I get up. It's pretty easy to get it updated, especially because like you know, some people didn't wrestle all at all this year, thanks to Neil. <laughs> um, Pete Opolis also says, "Is Shayna Baszler dethroning Becky Lynch at WrestleMania?" <laughs> what the fuck, Pete? Go home. You're drunk. 
No, it won't. I've been looking forward to Becky Lynch defending this title at WrestleMania for so long, and now that it's looking more and more like it's going to be Shayna Baszler, I'm not excited for it at all. Um, and we don't know if that's going to be the match. But if that is the match, I'm not. I'm sorry. Shayna's really good, but Shayna's not exciting. Shayna's not a name that I want to see Becky fight her first one-on-one match at WrestleMania because she's always in a triple threat match or a battle royal or a four-way or whatever. Yeah. So this will be her first one-on-one match if it happens. I'm sorry. I don't want to see it against Shayna Baszler. And it's going to be Ronda. Don't, like, don't even worry about it. We, it's going to be Ronda. Yeah, but it's a year too late. It's not going to have the same steam it had last year. After it, here's the thing. They fucked up that storyline last year so, so much so that bad. the only way they could redeem it is if they had like the top line storyline with Ronda returning and just going full steam ahead and just making Becky her bitch for the next three months. They should make um, Becky heal because Becky's been talking so much shit. Like she's coming off as a heel, and I think they should just go ahead and do it. Like you know what, what do they say in Batman? You well, either die a hero or live or you long become enough long to become, enough to become a the villain. villain. Well, and look at this week's promo. Her talking about being the man and doing this, and and it's like you get no I, sympathy. I honestly felt like she was putting the the groundwork for her no longer being the man and like changing persona again. I don't know. Uh, last well, question: She's, she's going to end up being. She's going to go heel, and then her and uh and Rollins and his fucking lackeys, J and J Part Two, are um. I'm going to fucking be the heel faction of the organization. I don't know if I talked about this. I would love it if Rollins was doing like dastardly shit and Becky was just like, what are you doing? And he kept trying to kind of like recruit her and prove why he's doing what he's doing and her like staying on the straight and narrow and getting mad at him. Like they could do a whole if they wanted to put them together on TV. But let's get to the last question. Becky versus Rollins at WrestleMania? Not not necessarily, but just like <laughs> there's thing like well if Impact fucked up dropped the ball there and Tessa and <laughs> yeah. so uh, let's uh let's do Becky versus Seth it's for the Rollins, women's Rollins going for the WWE Raw Women's Title. Fuck <laughs> it, he come out swinging his hair back and forth the Willow Smith, and then he's just like, what's, what's swinging more his hair or his belt. Swinging the fucking red Raw Women's Championship around at the top of WrestleMania. Oh, my God. Um, last question from Robert Custis, our boy. Shout out to Robert. Hope everything's good again. Rob's been one of our longtime listeners and always interacts with us. So, yeah, shout out to him. I don't know if I shouted him out last week. Um, but, no, you know what? Last week during New Japan, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, um, I was talking to him, like, both days. Like, he was, like, you know, it was, it was cool. Um Definitely appreciate the conversation. He's always out. He's always been one of our our top fans and followers, and always their supporters. So definitely appreciate him always being around, uh, without a doubt. Uh, well, you said New Japan, and his question is about New Japan. Do you think with Naito being double champion that this sets up a rematch with Okada in June at Dominion, so Okada gets belts back to be the double champ before Tokyo Olympics? Wow, I didn't even know the Olympics were in Tokyo this year. The the fact that Okada's already been called the torch holder for them, um, yes, that that's exactly what's going to happen. So you think Okada's just going to beat Naito for both belts? Then why don't they just give him both belts at Wrestle Kingdom? Because they want to give Naito his his time to shine. 
Because once he loses those belts, he's probably not going to be in the heavyweight championship mix, if ever again. That's just the way they are. Hmm. I mean, it took Tanahashi fucking forever to get back into the the championship mix. Um, Omega was the was the name of New Japan forever, and he only had one title reign. Um, He's Gaishin though. It's Okada. Okada is New Japan. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, when, when it comes down to the look, when you're going to have somebody represent your company and represent the nation, uh, I'm just I'm saying, like, when it has the look, Okada has a look, Naito does not. Mm. Gotcha. So, so Okada, at least with the IWGP championship, at the at very least, least, at the very least, for the Tokyo Olympics this summer. That's a damn good question. Uh, speaking of New because Japan, because if he's if he's carrying that torch up, how much did that torch? How much? How recognizable does he become holding that torch up? And clout does he have? He's with got that a suit on practice? with the title around his waist and the suit jacket open, and he's sitting there being all Okada. And they're like, "What the hell is this guy with the title?" And he's like, "Oh, he's the New Japan IWGP champion," and blah blah blah. And, and at that time, six time, wow. six time IWGP heavyweight champion. Well, if they send him up there now, he his reigns match the rings on the Olympics because there's only five rings on there. So maybe they leave it like that and just say... Maybe he gets the IC title then. Hmm. Um, speaking of New Japan, I will be going to see New Japan here in Atlanta. G.O.D. versus Finjuice for the tag titles. Ah, damn! That's fantastic. At the battery up where uh, where the Braves play, there's a big like bar stuff. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, that wraps it up, Marty. You got anything else you want to tell the people? Uh, no, I think I'm uh pretty solid today, man. Um, follow us on Instagram, boot to the face, uh, boot the number two to the face, and then on I, I'm sorry, Twitter. I don't know if I said it on Twitter, and then on Instagram at boot to the face underscore. Uh, that's the number two, boot the number two the face underscore. And on Facebook, you can find us there. Um, this has been a a good episode, probably one of our best. But then again, they're all one of our best, Marty. We're fucking good at this. Um, There's a reason why we're Santana Garrett's favorite podcast. And we'll leave it at that. This has been episode 64 for Marty Vasquez. I'm Chris Rucker. Boots to the face, episode 64. Peace. Later. I'm way better than before. I never needed you at all. Think I'm